0: So, when there's feeling great, there's an assumption it's you feeling great. And when you're feeling shitty, there's an assumption it's you feeling shitty. And that you is suspect. It would be, into, it'd be interesting to investigate it because it's, there, it's in everything. In all that's going on in your interpretive state, that's in it. It's a big, 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 big player. And we just assume it's us. And so we figure, oh, I already know what that is, so there's no investigation. I'll, I'll, I'll investigate the attributes I have, or the defects I have, or the qualities, or the defects, yes? But does, there's still that you. That's a, that's a given. There's a you, and let's get on with it. Let's try to make it easier for the you. And then let's look at what's causing the you all the trouble. And sometimes you may get down to it, maybe the you itself, but usually it's the cops or the girlfriend or the boyfriend or the employer or something. Something, if they weren't behaving the way they were, it would be great for us. Yeah. Like if everyone just did what I wanted them to do, the show would go on beautifully. Yeah? And they'd be happy because it'd be like trickle-down economy. My happiness would trickle down on you. Just because it's me. Yeah. When I'm happy, you should be happy. Yeah. And there's all these different experiences all thinking very similarly. Yeah. There's always the me in it, and the me is just the flavor of being identified as a self. Yeah? That's how it translates. When the mental state's identified as a self, it translates to this feeling of being me. Yeah, a sense of being me. Yeah? And there's and there's, it's like a cherishing in a weird way. Yeah. You wouldn't cherish, you don't cherish yourself because some selves you really hate quite a lot. Yeah, they seem to be, you know, I hate that fucking self. But the me gives it that little shine that gets you into it. Yeah, oh, it's me, you know. All I've been through, all the slings and arrows I put up with, and I'm a warrior, I'm a, I'm a survivor, I'm a, I'm a maker, I'm a doer and a haver. yes. No, it's whatever, it's all this stuff going on. So, in self-inquiry, it's using, in a sense, the mechanisms of what are being used by the mental process to facilitate self, using the same mechanisms to to question self. So, it's not changing the mechanism. Yeah? There's a feeling that you're the one who's worrying. We're not going to concerned about the worrying or not, or if the topic that you're worrying about is worthy to be worried about. None of that... None of that at all. Just who is it that's worried? Who is it that believes it's the one that's doing this activity? Yeah. And then we ask the question, well, who am I? So you sit there, and then usually maybe the mental state will say, well, it's me, stupid. Of course it's me. That's why it's worthy to be worrying about this fucking inane thing that hasn't happened yet, because it's about me. And me gives it all the meaning it has, Yeah. So something that you would see someone else do and say, "Why are you fucking worrying about next week?" You know, there's nothing you can do about. But in your the same event going on, in your head will be held differently because it's you that's being worried about next week, and you're worthy of being worried about next week. Stanley isn't, in my view, worried about being worried about next week. About yeah? But I'm worried. I have that work, that inherent worth. Where did it get that worth? It's made up. It's totally made up. Yeah? So, the self-inquiry is like using self to question self. Not trying to get out of it. Not trying to do anything. Just see who's in it. Who's, who's in what you think you're in? Who is that? Yeah. If it's not you, you're going to find out a lot of stuff. Yeah. If it's not you. If that starts going on you, it's going to open you up to a lot of finding out. More is going to be revealed, yeah. And you're going to see how, uh, like, sinister or the spread of the self thing is. Yeah, it's in every mix—the good and the bad, the high and the low, the you know, the future and the past. You're always there. You're like <clears throat> the main cog of all of this mental activity. We want to get. Uh, we want to be free from the effects of all that activity, but we don't want to see what's the root cause of all the activity, which is us. Yeah. And uh, are you, not you, because you is just this body. A you is different. When the IU is no. The, yeah, the user body, the AU is just bodies. Yeah? Then it becomes, well now this body is me, so the you gets elevated to me very quickly. And now now life is spoken from or interpreted from the point of view of self, self-centeredness, yeah? And it doesn't work for many of us. So self-inquiry is just a simple thing to sort of not go down the road and try to figure out the yes and no's and the good and the bad, you know, and the discomfort and the comfort, not trying to manage all that and try to get, up, get an advantage. It's just asking, who is it that believes he's there and who is it that believes it's going to be in the future and who is it that believes it was in the past yeah and if it isn't you as soon as the you that's the bondage of self I'm telling you it's the identification as a self which is the bonding mechanism if you can weaken that identification by just studying self because when you study yourself you'll realize you'll you'll forget the self because it's not you yeah it's inherently, hey okay, it's inherently not you. So it's a very simple way to just stop it or put a pause in there. Like in recovery program we have the Serenity Prayer, which is like a pause. But in this way it's a it's another type of pause. It's like an energetic pause. Because as soon as there's the feeling of being the one who's being worried about next week, you very rarely stay there, you go right to the next week. Yeah? You go right into the what's not happening. And in what's not happening, anything can happen. Because it has it's only defined by what you can entertain, really. So in what's not happening, you can be totally screwed. Yet you're not right now. But in what's not happening, you definitely are going to be screwed. You're definitely going to be out on the street next week. Yeah. In what's not happening... But if if you're taking yourself to be the center of what's not happening, you have no immunity to what's not happening. You're going to be incredibly stamped or tattooed by the past and the future every freaking day. Your here right now is going to be bookended by yesterday and tomorrow. The here isn't even going to be a place to rest. It's like one step in an escalator. Yeah? You're moving from one place and you're going to the next place. It's like a stepping touchstone the mental state is using all day to, to produce this sense of linear history that I'm going on and this moment is only here to be built to build a better moment yeah. And then the next moment, oh. I thought that was being broadcast as the better moment. No, it's meant to be, produce a better moment. And then you arrive at the next supposed better moment. No, this must be used to promote the better moment. And you never arrive at the better moment. All you have is, an, is a, a denial or a withholding of your interest and attention from this moment. It's like a haste that goes on every day. The most valuable, valuable, valuables you have are being taken away, are being given over every day to an interpretation with the hope of a mythical tomorrow. Somehow tomorrow you're going to be great. You don't see that the, what it actually implies is you're not too good right now. Yeah. And that's what gets the winning vote all day. I'm not, I'm not enough right now. I'm not enough right now. The advertising is, oh, you'll be great tomorrow, but really the product is, I'm not enough right now. (laughs) How can it not be? See the movement you're in all day. How many people's heads are located right now here? They're not. They cannot not be here, but they're obsessed with yesterday and tomorrow. If this is like your spear, or the tip of the spear, you know, this mental state, this mental state doesn't value right now. It uses right now to think about yesterday and tomorrow. If it valued right now, it would cease and just open up like a flower to the contemporary sun and have an engagement, be aware of the conscious contact, but it doesn't care. It's using this moment when the sun's out and the possibilities available to think about how it once was and how it's probably gonna be. And our attention and interest keeps going back and forth on this track because we we look into the train's window and we see us. Oh here I am. I'll be there next week. Oh and I was there with such an incredible there two years ago. I was stuck and everything was going really terrible. Come on in, bro, we gotta see there if you like. Yeah everything was going really terrible and you, you'd want to be dismissed from that type of story but it's you yeah, it's you so and then you are it and it's like all you become is a a, a, a passenger on a train and you forget that you're the station that all this shit's coming through moving back and forth and you're the screen of awareness that's noticing it all yeah you never get on any of the trains. There's just an idea that there's a body that's you that's on that train, going hither and thither and hither and thither, this, this, and this, and this. And yet what it doesn't seem oh, what's so wrong with that? It's a denial of right now. And this is the only place you can actually experience living, is now. Everything else is an interpretation. You're not experiencing next week. But if it's affecting you, yeah, you're not experiencing next week right now. It's impossible. You're not going to see it, feel it, taste it, touch it, smell it. Yeah. That's experience. That's the basis of experience is conscious contact. You basically, if it's having a huge effect on you right now, you believe in interpretation. Next week cannot produce an effect. It's not happening. But if you believe next week is happening right now in your head, it can produce an effect because you are every fucking thing. You give everything the meaning it has. When something seems real as real can be, it's because you've let your reality to it. You believe it. You're not immune. You're not a victim here. You're not a, a, just a humble, innocent observer. You're a participant in this dream. We're dreaming this place. Like The Course in Miracles says, you and I are the dreamer of this dream. We forget that we're dreaming, and this is the important point, we forget that we're dreaming. When you're up the ass of self, yes, that is the act of forgetting that you're the dreaming, and now you believe you're the dreamt. You believe you're a body, a figure that does this, and this happened, and da-da-da-da-da. You're the reference of all references. No one gives a shit about you as much as you do. I mean I swear to <laughs> God. We're basically inherently irrelevant to everyone else. Um, you know? Geez, I wonder if they knew I was really feeling uncomfortable there. They have fucking no clue. They're more concerned about their belief they were feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> It's like someone's like being on the deck of a boat, everyone has a pile of doo-doo in their pants, it smells like high heavens. Everyone's I'm not gonna say a word, man. No, no one's noticing anything. They're sticking up they're thinking up their own place. Oh, they are so I, they're not following your newsletter. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know you were thinking bad thoughts ten minutes ago. They don't fucking have a clue. Yeah. <laughs> So, if the state that we're in is we're the dreamer of the dream, and we're forgetting that right now. The forgetting is an active event. You've got to be remembering something else to forget what you are, obviously. How could you forget what you are? It'd be impossible. You have to remember that, or try to, you have to be identified with something you're not, and be remembering that to basically forget what you are. Soon as that's in place, oh I'm in the state of forgetting what I am. What happens? I give everything I dreamt, this, thoughts, feelings, all this, everything I dreamt, I give everything I dreamt all the power to affect me. You and I are the dreaming of the dream. Not as Paul. This is the dreamt. This is dreamt because it can be seen, felt, taste, touched. This is dreamt. It's a, it's appearing as a thing. Yeah. So you and I are the dreaming, not the dreamt. The dreaming of the dream. Let's say, let's call it mind, big M mind, spirit, awareness, whatever you want to call it. You and I are the dreaming of the dream. This is part of it. You're not in a dream. <laughs> You are part of the dream. It's not like you're the only reality is this that's cropped into a dream. That's not the case. You're... This is a dreamt object. Yes, all right. You and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming, and that has to be a constant activity of forgetting. And it's not like I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting... The forgetting is produced by remembering something that you're not as being you. A mental idea about being a body and all this shit. Yeah, an historical figure, a a doer, a haveer, a thinker, a seer, and all like that. It's all this, that's all it is. So it's this incessant remembering that I miss that I can seem to forget what I am. In that state of seeming to forget, the dream ensues. (laughs) Now I give everything, you, a girlfriend, this or that, money, everything I dreamt, all the power to affect me. So some people, oh, money is money. No, it isn't. Someone who has a belief there's never going to be enough. They're not, a million dollars isn't producing relaxation, it's producing more anxiety. They think they need more. Yeah? Who's the bigger player there, the money or the dreaming? The dreaming, always. You can have the most this act done to the same like 20 people, the same act and they will all have different experiences of it because the act will not override you you are it you are what's giving everything the meaning it has we dream that we're this and we give everything that we're dreaming the power to affect us and now thoughts are giving us a meaning the mental state says "I'm the thinker, whammo the thoughts now own you the mental state says, "I'm the feeler, whammo." The feelings now run you, yeah. The mental states, I'm the actor now. Shit and fucking guilt and and shame for all you things you think you did or didn't do, own you. You want to get relief, but how can you get relief if the exact nature of the wrong isn't seen? All that relief is going to make it worse. You know how it how. how I remember I had like $35,000. I bought like a half a pound of coke. First buy. I bought more, but first I started a half a (laughs) pound. I shot up a half a pound of coke, really. Riding high, and it was fucking unbelievable when I was left with my last quarter gram. I mean, it was the most hellish feeling I ever had. How can I go back to one fucking shot? It was like hell, it wouldn't have been if I never had that fucking all that coke. Yeah. So try to get as much as you want here. It's still going to produce an absence or a lack. The more you have to fill, the bigger the hole seems to grow. It's an addiction. Everything is. The mental state is in agitation. It's taking itself to be something it isn't. The agitation needs to be addressed. The poor, freaking failed system says, okay, I'm going to do something to get relief from this, and then an addiction forms, and now that which you use to get relief from this becomes the biggest level of bondage. So the whole problem is there's an irritable restlessness and discontent produced by that sense of self all fucking day. We want relief... The same, the, the problem tells us the solution. Oh, yeah, just let's act out. Let's go do this. Let's do that. Yeah, shoot some coke. You'll be relieved. Yeah, you'll be relieved. You'll be relieved of your car keys. You'll be relieved, you'll be given the art and your jumpsuit. You're going to be relieved of a lot of things. You know, it never tells you exactly what you're going to be relieved of, but you're going to be relieved of a whole lot. And then after you put your hand in that honey pot, you can't get it out. Oh, my life is totally barren unless I'm doing drugs. I don't have no feeling anymore. I can't get happy about anything. I can't, it's just, I'm just, I'm like flatlined. I'm going to shoot off again, of course. This is the addiction. The addiction promotes an addiction, promotes another addiction. And the farther you move away from the exact nature of the wrong, the more progressive is its manifestation. Takes on more and more mutations, yes? Go back. What's the inherent problem? The feeling of the one who has a problem. Every problem in your life was, was matched with the one you that was having all the problems. Every problem that I saw or, or called a problem in my life had one ingredient, and that was me. I was in every one of them. Why why get fooled by all the boom, 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 see what's looking? Go back. That's what recovery does. Recovery, if some people aren't in it, there's an inventory process we do. Because most people's lives are really, really chaotic with untreated addiction and alcoholism. So we get into this program, and they say, Listen, you've got to take an inventory. You've got to write down these things that are driving you you know, these resentments, these fears, these acting out, looking for what you want. We'll look at the sexual arena. And and instead of putting the the spotlight on who fucked you and and what happened, because everyone in a bar, everyone who's going to do some drugs today knows who's driving them crazy and what they've done. There's no relief there. But just let's take it back from there and say, what was your role in it? Just one little, a foot away, a foot back, and how much relief is produced. When you see your role in the situations in your own life, then you realize, hey, I've been at every scene of the crime. I'm the one. I've had 15 relationships that didn't work. They weren't 15 different women. I was the only constant in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> then I must have some fucking role in this. Exactly. You have a huge role in it. We're taking one baby step and a huge amount of relief occurs. Keep going back, Father. Why stop there? Yeah. Take it back farther. Are you the reality that's lending itself to everything else? If you listen to that statement, you're the dreaming of this dream. that's a pretty big role. yeah you're the seeker is the sort. that's a pretty big role. you what's looking is what you're looking for. That's a pretty big role. yeah Everything could be beautiful except if you have opinions. Ah, that's a huge role you have. Here yeah, we don't want to become responsible as this. That's scary, but when you when you finally let the shit land on you, all that stuff you've been trying to make as unreal as you could, when you let it be as real as it wants to be, it shows its nature, it's inherently unreal. you're the only reality there is. That's why how can something today... How could this be a problem today and then then tomorrow not be a problem and then the next day a problem again? This isn't mutating every day. It's the same freaking thing. It's you. It's your condition that's lending the meaning to this. It's not one random experience. It's a principle. You're the dreamer of the dream. You're giving everything all the meaning it has, and in the state up in the S itself, all the meaning you're giving thing is you're seeing everything from the past. That's why you're not alive now. You're on a false pulse of what happened and what's going to happen. You're not in the alam Batal of life. You're not alive right now, even though you inherently are. For all intents and purposes, in the dream, you're not. I want to read a little of this, if you don't mind. Yeah. Like I was sharing, I don't know if people knew this, but there was a master, many of us in this room, though, and liked, passed away, I think, in the 50s. His name was Ramana Maharshi from India. And he had a devotee that lived with him for quite a long, long time. And he wrote this article, and it's about this man's teaching, so to speak. And I believe it a lot, it has a lot to do with recovery, because it uses, it looks at something in, from two different views. Self-inquiry, which is asking yourself subjective questions, like, like I was saying before. It it's, let's say, like your head's thinking about next week, and your, your idea of next week is it, it isn't going to be good, so it's producing a discomfort now. Yeah? That's what happens. That's how powerful you are. You can think about something that's not happening and produce an effect. It's unbelievably powerful. Yeah. So here, so let's say I'm worrying about next week and I'm worried, concerned about it. Yeah. This isn't about dealing with the worry or the concern, it's just using it to point to who's worrying about it. Just ask that simple question. Who's who's worrying? Yeah, and then see what comes up. See what comes up. And see when you say when you turn this way, there's a pause in a way. You're just available. There's like a pregnant space. Yeah, you know? you're not in the activity of all this. You're just taking a halt, and then you ask, "Who is it?" And of course, the mental state will throw something in called me. You know, it's almost like it comes from the side of the stage, me. And no, no. And you ask again, "Who is this me?" And see what it does. It make it may. It may uh, derail your little mental activities, yeah? It, was, it, will, it won't allow the mental state to pick up steam in this rail of time, yeah? You just put a halt to it, and good. It's like a manipulated pause, like in AA. A meeting, a meeting does it, in a sense. So. All right, and then uh, we know surrender in AA, which is, hey... I'm not managerial quality, so I'm going to give it up. I'm giving up the ghost. I'm taking you know, director down, <laughs> and I'm open to suggestions, I say. I'd like to be directed now. It's not working out well. So I'm willing, we've, surrender is a big movement in recovery. It's, it's probably the easiest way to enter. You just sort of, that's what happened with me. I spent two years in a program, Delancey Street. Two years is a long time. <laughs> And when I left, I didn't like them, I didn't like the people that ran it, but I had to admit that my life looked, looked better with them running it than it ever did with me running it. Yeah. So I got the principle of turning your will and your life over. Because that's happened in my life. My will my life was turned over to the police a few times, turned over to a woman, a usually, turned over to Delancey Street. And so we know how to surrender. Yeah? But the, the importance of a surrender is what you surrender to. Yes. Yeah? When I surrendered to AA, it's treated me the best of everything that I've run into this life. It really has. It in- introduced me to a, a very diffuse energy or a grace that's really available. That it could, You could think that its focus is about dealing with the consequential level, which it does pretty well. But it's really about just taking care of that level, putting some good guardrails, like G.O.D. rails on the road so you don't keep veering off. And then let's get on with entertaining other possibilities. Yeah? Yeah. So here the guy goes. So this is a... I want to read some of this. So simply stated, the problem is that there is a perception that there is an individual self which wants and the the sense of self to me is the feeling of being a long lasting, independent, separate entity. This body. Yeah? Yeah. Okay? So... The problem is that, oh, yeah. that there is an individual self which wants to extinguish itself. Every time I shot coke, that's what I was trying to do. Yes? Yeah? Every time I fucking did some insane thing that could have got me killed, I was hoping that thing would die first, basically. The mental state, the self thing. Yeah? So, we, a lot of us, have this, we know this very well, this state of wanting to extinguish itself so that the state of realization would would be revealed. Yes, well, it didn't work for me with the drugs, but I gave it the best shot I had. (laughs) (laughs) But but anything which this ended, this is the trick, you see. This is one of the things I had no idea of. And you can't go against the way it's set up. Yeah? And the way it's set up is this. It says when we are in that thing of trying to extinguish that which we want to get rid of, yes it says, but anything which this individual self tries to do to eliminate itself merely prolongs its own existence this is the rub AA, we call it self, can't get out of self, this is what they're talking about, you can't use self to get out of self yeah yeah You can't use self to get out of self. You can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. This is just the way the mind works. And if you don't see how the mind works, it's going to work you. Big fucking time. Yeah. If, If one sees spiritual practice as something that one does to attain realization, then there is no solution to this problem. There is no solution because the whole problem stems from the totally false assumption that this individual self has a real existence. We've said this thousands of hours (laughs) in every possible freaking way we can come up with. (laughs) So I'm going to read this again. Just one part. The whole problem, the whole problem, the whole problem, Yes. Stems from the totally false assumption that the individual self has a real existence. All right. So, as an example, let's say there was a very, there was a time in new new age stuff that getting into the moment was really promoted. Yeah, a lot of things came up. They wrote a lot of books. There was a lot of techniques how to get into the moment. Yeah. Yes. And then, real, really how to get into the moment. And extreme getting into the moment. But they were based on a lie because you and I can't be out of the moment. Yeah. You see? Without that being seen, it sounds really good to want to get more into the moment. Yeah? But it sounds really good to want to get into the moment. It sounds really good to what believes it can be out of the moment. And you're not that which believes you can be out of a room. That's a mental state. It's a mental activity. You're not that. Why pledge allegiance to it? You're not that. It's often, and the storyline is it's about you, or it may be you, or it is you, but you're not that. So when you realize you're not that, it seems totally absurd to try to get into something you can't be out of. <laughs> it does... And hence, what is your experience? You're in it. You're truly in the moment. You're experiencing just what they promised with that technique, which doesn't produce it, because what seems to be in the moment is what you're not. This questions what you're not, yeah? And then you're really in the moment, and it doesn't seem to be anything other than that, yeah? This works and the other doesn't work. The other not working will keep being promoted and prolong itself because it's you. It's the feeling of being you. So you ain't going to give it up. You're going to really think you can get into the moment. And you're going to go on and on and on and on. And you'll probably not not recognize that the formula is wrong. You'll blame it. You're wrong. I'm not good enough to really get in. I need to practice. You know what I mean? You'll be once again turned on the self... To, to sort of blow it up, your failure to get into the moment. Or that, or you'll compare yourself, that person's really in the moment. <laughs> yes, is, I'm going to Whole Foods. I want to look like I'm the one who's really in the moment. But she looks, Jesus Christ, i got to get in a different aisle. I can't be seen with her. She outshines me. Oh, this insane shit starts happening, like it's a race to get somewhere where you already are. You know what I mean? Like there's like going to be a finish line and you're going to break through and all the time will be up there. It only took me (laughs) 35 years to really get into the moment. (laughs) 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 But you've never been out of the moment those 35 years. This one thing explains everything. The head believes it's in something it wants to get out of, which is self. So it wants to extinguish that self, and it believes if I did, then realization would dawn, not just dawn, but dawn on the self. (laughs) So self would be there to get it. So if I kill the self, there'll be a self to be there to get that. Or the self is working really hard to experience its own absence. It's impossible. You You can't nullify something that isn't so. You can't kill something that isn't so. You can't extinguish a fire that hasn't been lit yet. It's the assumption, a mental assumption, and repeated incessantly and implied and insinuated and and referred, is what's causing something that isn't so to seem to be so, and suddenly that becomes the floor of our life, and then we're just trying to dance and learn how to dance on this floor as best we can. The floor is faulty. It's not your shoes. It's not your get-up, your dance gear. It's the floor. It's got you dancing like slavery. Yeah? Jeez. You find the floor of what you really are, you'll rest there. Your mind will become unagitated. It will become clear... Like a like a lake when there's no wind, and in that clarity, you'll reflect infinity in a sense. You'll finally, finally be beckoning forth what you truly need here, which is not from this place. It's from another non place. Like Jesus says, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. We need a little ofness to come in. And who and what's going to be the spigot? What hose is going to allow that to occur? You and I. Yeah. We are of that. Therefore, that can come in. But if we believe that we're in and all we are is in, we'll make up concepts about the of and practices to get to the of and on and on and belts to see how how expert you are on the of instead of having the of as a basic inherent condition in your day. It'll wean you off of time. It'll wean you off of guilt and shame for the actions you've done or don't haven't done because you won't see yourself as the actor as much. Yeah, it won't. Maybe the feeling of being the actor will go down sixty, you know, up to sixty-five percent. That's a huge amount of relief. The gauges will drop because your interest and attention will be will leave that caucus of you being thought about all day. And that now that intertention will enrich your freaking day. And you won't be giving it over to some fucking false higher power as if if they came in or this happened, then my life would be great. You're pissing on your day right now with that. This is how it is. This is the invitation. Like it or not, this is it. You revolt from it, it's morphed right in. You ever see the Matrix movies? Yeah. The Matrix movie, I may have bastardized this completely, but I didn't like the last two, they were pretty bad. But there was one part, I think, in the third where Neo... And the guy, uh, what a conceptual look, you know, with the long leather and the glasses and nice mirror collar or whatever. Neo, he's the one, you know. He's the chosen one. He's the savior of humanity, whatever. (laughs) And he's going to meet... So the mainframe appears as a body, and it's called the architect. And he's in a room with all these uh, TVs, small TVs, and every one of them Neo's in it, you know, the Neo, the piano Reeves. He's in it, in some action figure pose, you know, saving someone or, you know, (laughs) like destroying Mr. Smith or whatever, Agent Smith. And then, so then the architect's going to lay the truth on Neo. There's Neo, oh, the chosen one, yes. And he says, oh, Neo, yes, you're the new savior, you're the number seven savior in the programming. What? Oh, yes. Yes. That happened, that was an aberration when the program first kicked in. Oh, it's been walked around, Yeah, What? Oh, oh yeah, you're not separate from all of this. You're part and parcel of this whole fucking thing. Yeah? We always want to take ourselves out of what we can't take ourselves out of as this. Yeah? We want to be like Raman Maharshi says, the guy in the movie theater, seeing the movie and realizing none of it's real, but there's an assumption he's real sitting in the theater, Mm -hmm. where the circle's much bigger. Him sitting in the theater, seeing that this movie of life is unreal, is also unreal. Yeah, It's still the movie. See, he's he's critiquing the movie as if he's gotten out of it. That's part of the fucking movie. You and I don't escape the movie as this. We are always going to be in front of the camera. We're never going to see from behind the camera. Because we're always seeing from behind the camera. We are that which is behind the camera. We're taking ourselves to be that which is in front of the camera. And we've even made this something we may desire. I want to get the truth. I want to know my authentic self. This isn't going to, it's not going to happen. It's not happening now and it's not going to happen. The more doesn't mean if you put more time and more effort, it cannot possibly happen. What you're not cannot rec- not become what you are. You you are already that, and you recognize what you're not. Yeah. The heart, the court, the now the horse is in front of the car. You see, blue is blue and red is red. It gets a lot more. It's I get confused about where my keys are. I do not get confused over metaphysical fucking questions. They don't mean it's all mind candy. I, It's all mind candy. Why does time? Why doesn't time move back? Is that really affecting a Saturday? You know, oh, time backed up into me. Why? Why is it just moving forward? Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Just rest in that state. Rest in that priorness because it's never gonna be. It's never going anywhere. If you and I have been looking for reliability or assurance and we put our trust in things that can't be reliable and can't assure us of everything, which is people, places, and things, you may find great great solace in finally resting in what's reliable. Yeah. And you know what? It's you. It's what you are. Find it there. And it can't be taken away. It can't be dismissed. It can't be enslaved. It can't be shackled. It's always available at all times, right where we are with no requirement necessary. You're putting all the conditions on it. Your mental state is. And if you're identified as a mental idea, then the mental state's conditions seem to be real conditions. I've got to purify myself. I've got to do this. Who's going to say when you're purified? You? the head it's telling you you have to purify is it like a a purifying committee that you get your purification notarized Okay, yes you're pure enough to move on to the next who are the authorities doesn't it come down to you That like undertow of moving, constantly looking. I'll tell you, when you land it, when you mark, dock at this, there will be a peace that comes over the situation, yeah, like an unspoken yes or the last answer, however you would like to say it. A large of that a large uh, RPM of that drive will be dismissed because you will quote unquote have found what you were looking for and it was what was looking all the time, yeah? you'll really come to a stop a large part of the mind energy will come to a stop you'll find rest real rest so if you want Look at the thought system. you haven't been here before. See where its values lies. you know. The thoughts are usually about you somewhere in yesterday or tomorrow, pretty much, yeah. Do you want a life interpreted, and do you want to live an interpretation of life based on that value of yesterday and tomorrow? Do you want to now to be absorbed in yesterday and tomorrow? Do you want this here not to really be here, but to be an infusion of there and then? Do you want to be something that's just thought about? Do you want you to rise up to the highest level just to be thought about, to be an object of thought? Do you want to keep on looking? Has the mind, the mental state, has it coagulated around the looking, and now is identified as a looker, as a seeker? Maybe you have, Maybe there's an investment in that lifestyle now. Maybe you're scared shit of finding actually, because it would be the end of being the seeker. Yeah. This is a simple, simple message, but it has a lot of juice. Just well, keep letting it get put in or and you won't even need to be have it put in, let it get rubbed and you see what comes up. Yeah. You're not so you're not so so of what you're not not to be changed. I'm telling you. Man. You are a very flimsy idea. <laughs> very flimsy. It's all based on smoking mirrors, there It really is. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it, it's a lot of huffing and puffing isn't it how many earth shattering things have you thought about this week has the earth shattered you know no no. <laughs> it's just like it's like you're like that wolf that keeps trying to pull the house down aren't you fucking tired of you know exhaling <laughs> just, just, <stop>. just <laughs> let all that energy you what are you afraid for that attention to go back in let it go back in and see Maybe you won't realize you have the ability to respond to that invitation—the invitation of what you are. Maybe, maybe you'll find real rest and peace there. And of course, you'll be used here inevitably, yeah, without wanting to be used. It has no, doesn't even care what you think. (laughs) It's just gonna—you're being moved. First of all, you're being moved around the game board as it is you know it's like the game board has a big magnet bar underneath <laughs> and you're but you have this story about oh i'm doing this <laughs> it's such a ridiculous idea you remember that they we used to use that thing in disney world where they have a they have this uh, outdoor ride where you get in a boat and you should have known when you got on the boat there's like eight steering wheels mm-hmm. so everyone thinks they're the captain and you go through <laughs> the thing and then that you, you seem to make a left turn, and a hippo comes up, and no! oh, and you get really guilty, I should have gone, that way. and everyone's playing like they did it all, and it's like being run by a, a board in some room with like eight-year-olds, okay, let's fuck with Mr. Smith, <laughs> and you're thinking, oh, I did it, I did it, I did it. <laughs> it's exhausting are you so afraid of your own energy to have it dismissed like that all day pissed away all fucking day pursuing incessant finite strings going nowhere just tangents of worry and concern it's so unbearable to even entertain what I am I'm just going to have it dismissed all day by this mental activity just, I'll just be up the ass of self. I don't want to be all there is. Uh, I won't be recognized as special, unique, yeah, and fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you forget that part. Oh, it's just me portraying someone fucked. No, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're the reality. If you believe you know, you're in a fucked situation, you're fucked. It's as real as real can be. Only in a amount of time it can't be real forever, but it can seem as real. Because you're lending reality to things. You and I are lending reality all day. You're giving people power they don't have a lot. You're giving people... You're, you're, you're making people saviors that they have no business of being in. You're putting a ton on a half-ton pickup. They cannot deliver the goods. Maybe we're afraid just to stop and find out we are because we're so strongly sided with the thought system. We really believe that something is inherently wrong with us. And if I ever got in there deep enough, I'd have to run into that. So let's just fucking titter it, titter it all away all day. Just work thinking about and name things, talking about it, name things. Who wants to see Die Hard Eight, really? <laughs> really, who wants to see Die Hard Eight? You know, it's like what that guy did with The Hobbit. You know, it's like a four hundred page thing. He made three huge movies out of it. It was a little book. You know, and that's what we do. We got a little fucking story to pull. We make giant epics, you know, with computer graphics, because it's all made up. You know, no one's going to go to the theater to see a movie about you unless they're named you. If it's Paul, if I had a you know a marquee with story of Paul, a lot of Pauls would probably come with the whole set. And then some girls who went out with Paul to see that they were right about leaving Paul. And, uh, and as soon as the movie was realized that it wasn't about them, they want to fucking get out of there. The only one who'd be interested in it was Paul, me. You know, like we, I'd be avidly into it. The movie sucks. It's you. You think you're a big enough star to carry a lousy movie. Have you seen some of those big stars that do terrible movies? They suck. You know? You don't have it. (laughs) I mean, seriously. It's a much nicer way to go, man. So that's it. Any questions?